We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Welcome. We are glad you are here today. As always, we are brought to you by our good friends, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. It is Bud Light, and they also have the Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good, bringing you the Bill Michael Shuttle coming up on Thursday night, 6 to 8 on many of these same stations. Make sure you catch us there, and uh, you can also go to BudLight.com to see all that Bud Light Seltzer has to offer, unquestionably good. Time now to bring in Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Let's do it. Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. Time now to talk to Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Ryan, how are you doing today? Doing good, Bill. How's it going? Well, we're doing well. If you're a Bucks fan, you are thrilled out of your mind at this point because they are making moves and pushing their chips to the middle of the table. The reaction today has been funny because people are saying, I wish the Packers would do that. Uh, Did they do that, in essence, in signing David Bakhtiari to a long-term deal? Well, I mean, just go back to last two years now in 2018 training camp they signed Aaron Rodgers to the richest deal of and at the time of any player to ever play the game of football uh this training camp uh, just a couple months ago they, they signed Kenny Clark to the richest deal of any nose guard ever that 70 million dollar deal and then they just signed David Boxiari to the richest deal uh, any offensive lineman has ever signed in the history of the game so in the last two years they, they've signed three times guys to the richest deal moniker and um yeah with david bakhtiari you, you can talk all you want about the cost and, and certainly a, a, for an offensive lineman a contract of four years that can go up to 105.5 million that has at, at, at in new money 23 million guaranteed or excuse me not guaranteed annually um one million more than what larry tunsil signed in houston uh, that that's that's a hefty contract but really it's more a matter of not 
that the Packers paid so much money to David Bakhtiari. The reality is they, they, this, he's the type of player they can't afford to lose. He is a franchise cornerstone type player, an all-pro left tackle who has just turned 29 in September. Um, and as Aaron Rodgers said, uh, not, not just a perennial all-pro, but maybe a future Hall of Famer. He's that type of a talent. So, um, you know, they, they certainly uh, they, 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 they signed a, a mighty big check to, to keep him, but uh, it's, it's, he's just a guy that they couldn't afford to lose. I uh, I like the signing. I like the fact that Goody alluded to the fact that there is flexibility there. They accelerated some of that money. Do we know what they're going to have to spend next year when it comes time for free agency and signing some of their uh, some of the others that uh, they currently have in the fold? Yeah, right now they're expected to carry over five million into the cap next year, which is expected. It's likely to be dipped to one hundred and seventy-five million. Um, which would be about $20 million uh, less than, than what it is right now. Um, it's it's a situation where they're going to have to make some really tough decisions, uh, even with the flexibility. At some point, you can't continue to sign players to the richest contract that's ever been signed before. I mean, even with the cap manipulations, at some point, that that well does run dry. Um, we don't know where that point is. Uh, there's a, certainly a lot of things in terms of cap manipulation that they can do, whether it's cap casualties, whether it's transferring non-guaranteed money into guaranteed money with certain contracts and kind of adding that into the proration to limit the cap hit and to spread it out more evenly over the years. There's things that they can do. We, we know that. We, we just don't know what it is yet. And I'm sure Brian Gutekunst and Russ Ball ha- have a plan that they're mapping out and, and that they're going to follow. And we'll just have to see at the end of the day whether that plan includes Aaron Jones, whether it includes Kevin King, uh, what to make of, of Corey Lindsley and Jamal Williams' futures with this team. Those things, I think, are very uncertain at this moment. I, uh, I, I do appreciate the fact that it's going to go down and that there's not going to be a lot of room. It seems, though, that there's going to be numerous teams that are going to have players. It's going to be kind of a bloodletting for a lot of teams because they're already over the cap, and they're going to have to figure out ways to, to get under the cap, which means there might be a glut of valuable players on the market that you may be able to pick up as kind of a stopgap measure for the next year or two, right? That's very true, and that's something that's important to keep in mind is that when the cap dips to $175 million, it's not just dipping for the Packers. It's dipping for all 32 teams. And so the situation the Packers are in, they have plenty of company with that, and there's going to be market ramifications throughout the league, not just for the Packers, but for everybody. So, um, you know, the reality is uh, some of these deals coming in now, David Boxiari – in 2016, he made it very clear that season that he was not going to have any negotiations once once week one began. That's why that deal, his second contract in 16, was signed on the eve of week one, which just happened to be against the Jacksonville Jaguars, ironically enough. But be, that there was there was a deadline there. That's why this year he never imposed the deadline. It, it, if if you wanted to sign an extension in the middle of November and it was, the money was right, by all means, because I think players realize that with the declining cap throughout the league coming up this spring, the market is going to be altered in a way that, that they have not seen in a very long time because over the last decade, the cap has gone nothing but straight up. It's taken the elevator straight up, and it's going to be very different this spring.
Uh, I do want to get into the uh, nuts and bolts of this team. Good win this past weekend, even though it was ugly. Uh, how Look, they were supposed to beat them. They, they were, the spread was 13-and-a-half, one of the bigger spreads of the weekend. The Packers just struggled. It was a windy day. Uh, you're missing your secondary. I still consider this a decent win. 7-2, and two, they're the top team right now in the NFC with other teams around them faltering. Give me your thoughts after they come out of this Jacksonville Jaguars game playing less than stellar offensively, but the defense did what it was supposed to do. Yeah, it's kind of you know interesting that, that the defense got got such a hard time coming out of this game because in a lot of ways, what have we been saying, Bill, that eventually the defense was going to be in a position where it had to win a game for this team, right. and it was in that position Sunday. They got two did. stops. Yeah, if they don't get a stop at the end there, if Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary don't get sacks and, and wake up the pass rush depth, which has been slumbering for a while now, if that doesn't happen, they lose to the Jaguars. Uh, with that said, if if you wanted to go glass half empty, I mean, they did give up 109 yards to James Robinson, who is a very good running back. I mean, he's having a heck of a rookie year. Uh, but the run defense is, is still an issue. Um and I think that what's most troubling about what happened is that, you know, if, if this is just a one-off, you can kind of understand it. Terrible weather, crazy wind. They, they played like a team that knew it could sleepwalk against the Jaguars and still win. They knew that they could, and they did that. They sleptwalked through the game. They still won. The problem is that the same thing happened two weeks earlier against the Minnesota Vikings. And the only reason why – the Packers didn't lose this game, too, is because the Jaguars are far worse than the Minnesota Vikings. If not, they would have lost this game. So when Matt LaFleur gets on the Zoom call after the game, he was very he really took it to, to his entire team, himself included. He, uh, the, the, the lethargic energy, the, the lack of passion, um, it's because not just what happened – on Sunday, but what happened two weeks before. And if it happens more than once, it starts to become a trend. So it is something that in the long term, the Packers do need to figure out and to fix, especially their lack of energy at home. With that said, you'd like to have that problem when you're sitting seven and two and the number one seed in the NFC at the end of the day, like Bill Parcell said, you are what your record says you are. This is a seven and two team. It's number one in the NFC. It's got some issues to fix, but they're still winning games, and, and they're, they're putting themselves in, in, in a very favorable position. Talking with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, uh, you also look around the NFC West. Everybody's tied atop right now, uh, sitting at 6-3. and three. Like I had mentioned, the Packers on top. Drew Brees, who is also, they are tied with the Packers record-wise, but the Packers have beaten them. He goes down for a period of time. They've showed flaws in, in Tampa Bay. How balanced do you think the NFC really is? Oh, I think, it, I think the NFC is wide open. Wide open. I, it's it's tough to say who the who the best team is in this conference right now. And in in a lot of ways, every team's every team's got the, their own issues. You know, the, the Bucks have looked maybe the most balanced team, but they've had games where they've just completely failed to show up. I mean, just completely, just 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 not even arrived at the stadium. Uh, the Seahawks, they've probably got the best player. Russell Wilson's probably the best player in the conference. They have nothing on the defense side of the football, and and again, we we've talked about this before. But how many times have we seen in Green Bay uh, a team being carried by its quarterback by one player, and it just not be enough? Reminds me a lot of what Seattle looks like right now. Uh, you've got the Saints, and and they're 
you know, they, they've got injury to Drew Brees, but they're also a team that can be very up and down. They obviously lost at home to the Packers. That game looms very large in, in the standings. And then you got the Packers, a, a team that they're 7-2. They're and two, They're rolling along just like last year. Um, they've lost a little bit of steam maybe offensively, but they just – they, they, they've got they've got the fireworks on the offense side of the football to go out and win a championship. The question is whether or not the defense can ever stop the run, and it's been the same issue for a year and a half now, and it hasn't gotten fixed. So um, it, it's a wide open conference. It's it's really going to be fascinating to see over over the second half of the season, getting into January, which teams really emerge themselves as 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 kind of the front runners. I, I, I do think it's it's a it's a big pack at the top right now. Ryan, always a pleasure. We'll talk later in the week and uh, get ready for Indianapolis, which should be a, a really good one. And, and you talk about teams that are over 500. People keep saying, well, the Packers haven't beaten anybody. Uh, what they did last Thursday night to the Tennessee Titans defensively I thought was really, really impressive. So this is going to be a really tough test for the Packers coming up this Sunday. It's the best defense that they've faced since the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and you know exactly how that one went. So, yeah, it's, I, I'm with you. It's a, it's a very big test. Yep, no doubt about it. Ryan, appreciate it. There you go. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, PackersNews.com. You can find him on Twitter at ByRyanWood, at ByRyanWood. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to SchneiderJobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to SchneiderJobs.com. Hey, um, uh, I'm going to get to the break here momentarily, but uh, for those listening on the network and all really throughout the Milwaukee area as well, and you're familiar with this, uh, a lot of questions about the toy drive this year for Children's Wisconsin, and uh, it's still taking place. It's just not taking place in person. Like many things during the COVID pandemic, uh, everything's going virtual, and this one is as well. And again, we can't do this without you. We can't make you know kids' lives better this time of year in the hospital without you. Uh, we can't make kids' lives better all throughout the the year uh, that are spending time in the hospital without you. So if you indeed can help us out, uh, the best way to do it, go to 1250amthefan.com. That's 1250amthefan.com. And you can find the uh, the Toy Drive link. And you can make a donation. You can find out more information. But uh, right now, we want to get into this. We're starting it a little bit early. Uh, because Normally, it you know, would kick off here in a couple of weeks. But we're starting this a little bit early because, obviously, it's going to be a little bit tougher this year. And we're not going to have the same amount of, you know, in-person participation. So if you can help us out, by all means, please go ahead and do so. Again, go to 1250amthefan.com. That's 1250amthefan.com. And uh, click on the Toy Drive link, and you're going to find everything right there. When we come back, now it's in his court. The ball sits there and waits. Your thoughts. Because the what if it doesn't happen. I want to get your reaction to that, but uh, I think more than likely it will. So we're talking about something that most likely will not take place, but there's always that modicum of, uh, of doubt that people tend to have. I'll tell you what we're talking about when we come back next on The Bill Michael Show. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Come, come, my lady, you're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Come, come, my lady, come, come, my lady, you're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Such a sexy, sexy, pretty little thing. 
I have not put away the grill. I am still grilling up. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be grilling tonight. How about you? No wind. It's nice outside. It's a little bit cool. But uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting away the grill anytime soon. Nah, baby, nah. I suggest you don't either. Um, and if you don't, uh, they've got some good stuff at Schulze Family Farms Beef to uh, to get you going when it comes to grilling season. Look, uh, I, you may want to put away the grill, and that's fine. If you do, they've got uh, all kinds of meats for soups and stews, and even their favorite chili recipe. And it's great for weeknight dinners or a big game. But if you want to do some grilling as well, they still have the steaks and the roasts and all that kind of good stuff. So order your quality Wisconsin pasture-raised meats right there online, and you can choose from that curated gift box, or you can create your own, or you can sign up for a free, convenient monthly subscription if you are a beef connoisseur. Your beef packed and dry ice shipped right to your doorstep, and with uh, you know COVID cases on the rise, you may not want to go out to the grocery store. It's a great way to do it. And every order in November includes a free bottle of award-winning Fox Brothers Smokehouse and Eatery Barbecue Sauce. And if you are a uh, gift giver and maybe you want to give a gift certificate or a uh, box of meat to your favorite meat lover, you can do that as well. Just go to Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. That is SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. Again, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. And uh, tell them we sent you. Hey, uh, by the way, tomorrow on the program, Jonathan Taylor of the Indianapolis Colts, former Badger Going to be with us tomorrow, so we are looking forward to that. We'll find out how good that uh, Indianapolis team really is as the Packers get ready to take on the uh, Colts. Down in Indy, that is a 325 kickoff. Remember, that was a noon game that was flexed to 325, a regional contest. So that is coming up this weekend. Um, Now, I cannot imagine this. So let me preface this by saying I am – 99.9999% saying this will not happen. But this question was brought to me, and i got to ask it. John says, with the moves the Bucs have made, can you imagine if Giannis didn't sign now and went elsewhere? What would Bucs Nation think of him? And my first reaction was, John, don't go there. I mean, it's just I've said all along it's not going to happen. Giannis is is going to stay and remain a Milwaukee Buck. I'm not worried about it. It's 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 going to happen. He's going to stay a Milwaukee Buck. He's going to sign a Supermax. Okay, I don't worry about that. But I think it's a fair question if you have trepidation or concern that he's not going to sign. What you would think that what what Bucks Nation would think of Giannis is not up to me. I would think then that there is other motivation to get out of town. There would be either a a disagreement with management, a disagreement with coaching, or Giannis just wouldn't be a man of his word. Whatever, you know, whatever happens. But I can't imagine for any case, in any case, that Giannis does not sign the, the Supermax with the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm just saying. So, John, I appreciate the question, uh, and we tend to – to, to go to the negative side more often than not. But this is a day when you talk about the Bucks and what they did and the trades they made. Again, if you're just waking up and you're just tuning in, uh, they pick up Drew Holiday, sending Eric Bledstowe, uh, George Hill, and three, count them, three first-round picks to the Pelicans. And then uh, they picked up a Bogdan uh, Bogdanovich, uh, and they send out De- Dante DiVincenzo and Ersan Ilyasova and DJ Wilson. 
heading out to Sacramento. They got markedly better overnight. I mean, just right here, right now, damn. They not only went to being considered one of the top two or three teams in the East, but to being the top team in the East. Uh, the only way, if the Rockets do trade away Harden and Harden ends up in, in Brooklyn, you've got two really, really, really powerful teams in the East. But the Bucks are still one and two, okay? So I, I can't imagine, by any stretch of the imagination, that Giannis does not sign the Supermax and does not remain with the Milwaukee Bucks. So today is one of those days where you wake up and you celebrate for, for many different reasons. One, think about this right now. You wake up today and you realize the Milwaukee Bucks push their chips to the middle of the table. They're the first team really in our state, if you will, to do so. The Packers, well, you sat back last night and you watched the Chicago Bears humiliate themselves offensively. Nick Foles is not the guy. Trubisky is not the guy. They've made mistakes in their quarterback department. Their offensive play calling stinks. Their head coach uh, has given up his play calling now because he just feels he needs to pay attention to more things going on in the field, uh, much like Wims punching players that he didn't see because he's always got his face in the damn card, not paying attention. You've got the uh, the Packers on top in the NFC. You got the Badgers playing some just really tremendous football. Big game coming up. Packers got a big game coming up. You got a lot, a lot of things going on. A lot of things going on in a very positive direction. The Bears lose, and then Theo Epstein is leaving the Cubs. So, the negatives for those that uh, dislike the city that's just below us are are maybe just another positive in your in your day. But all in all, just enjoy the day. The Bucks uh, push their chips to the middle of the table to become the best team in the East. Feel good about it. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical. New Mail Medical making you feel good all over. Not just the news about the Bucks, but New Mail Medical can help you out with that as well. All you got to do is call 414-455-4451. 414-455-4451. Uh, if you're feeling sluggish, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling mentally fatigued, if you are putting on weight, if you're having trouble in the bedroom, if you're not taking the proper vitamins and, and supplements and stuff, they can help you out with all of that. All you got to do is call. They can make you feel better, look better. You dedicate yourself. They're going to help you out. Call them 414-455-4451. Again, 414-455-4451. Again, 414-455-4451. Five, one. Coming up next, it's time to Frenzy on the Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin. Russ looks. He's going to lay it up over the top. He's got a man down there. It's Metcalf. He's got it. Touchdown, Seahawks. Another big football weekend. Give to Gurley. Dives over the pile. Stood up and is into the end zone anyway for the Falcons. Touchdown. Time to look around the rest of the league. This time, it's a handoff. No, it's a fake. Lance into the end zone. Touchdown, Zuckers. Listen, he faked you. He faked, faked, faked me. He faked everybody. This is the football frenzy on the Bill Michaels Show. Here's the flip to McCaffrey to the right. Picks up a good block from Moten and scores. Touchdown. Carolina. Second down. Handoff Elliott banging at the goal line. That's a touchdown, Cowboys. Time now for the frenzy. We start off with the Browns and the Texans coming off the injury. Nick Chubb, big day for Cleveland. 
from the Texan nine with Chubb in the backfield. Mayfield under center, takes the snap, gives it Chubb with a cutback, inside the 10, inside the five, here he comes, touchdown Nick Chubb! On the Cleveland Browns radio network, Chubb goes uh, 126 yards on 19 carries, gets into the end zone right there. Baker Mayfield, 12 of 20, 132 yards, nothing uh, huge about the day. Deshaun Watson, 20 of 30, 163 and a touchdown, 91.4 quarterback rating. But uh, the Browns eke out a boring win, 10 to 7. They knock off the Texans on the Browns radio network. Meanwhile, the Lions and the Washington football team. It was a thriller. Matt Prater, the game winner. Here we go to win it at Ford Field. Time 27-27. Three seconds to go. Muehlbach to snap. Fox to hold. Here we go. Snap. Spot. Kick away. It is up. He's got the distance. It is good. It is good, baby. Matt Prater sends it through for 59 yards out and the Lions are celebrating at midfield. How about that? Matthew Stafford got him in the position. Matt Prater sends it home, and the Lions have won this game. Your final score, the Lions 30 and Washington 27. Dan Miller on the Lions radio network. Matt Stafford, 30, or, uh, 24 of 33, 276 yards, three touchdowns. Three touchdowns on the day. For Matt Stafford, as uh, he uh, he ends up having one hell of a day, a 127.8 quarterback rating. Jones gets a catch uh, into the end zone, eight catches total, 96 yards. Also, uh, Swift takes one into the end zone for the Lions. In the meantime, Alex Smith, 38 of 55, 390 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Decent day, but sacked t- twice, harassed a little bit. Washington just not able to pull it off, 30-27. Again, on the uh, Lions Radio Network. In the meantime, the Giants and the Eagles, Daniel Jones played the role of running back. Here it is. First and 10 at the Philadelphia 34. Handoff Gallman runs right into, no, Jones keeps it. He runs left to the 20, 10, 5, and he's in for the touchdown. 34 yards for Daniel Jones. He faked me out again. <laughs> the Gallman and Jones goes around the left end, and this time he doesn't fall down, and it's a giant touchdown. 27-17, the Giants get the win on the Giants radio network. The Giants now three wins on the season over the uh, Eagles, who are 3-5-1. and one. And Daniel Jones in the contest, he goes nine carries, 64 yards with the fake, a 34-yard touchdown scamper right there. And uh, that pretty much sealed the deal for the Giants as they get the win. Meanwhile, the Buccaneers and the Panthers, Ronald Jones, he goes 98 Rojo stands about four yards in the end zone, maybe five yards in the end zone. In motion, Chris Godwin. Brady, hard count, hands the ball off. Rojo pops it free. Across the fence, head to the 15-20. Rojo to the 30. Rojo to the 40. Rojo to the 50. Rojo to the 40. Rojo to the 30. High seven to the 20. It'll be a 98-yard touchdown run by Ronald Jones, the second. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Rojo. On the Tampa Bay Buccaneers radio network, Rojo, 23 carries, 192 yards. That 98-yarder right there gets him into the end zone. Tom Brady, 28-39, 341, has three, count them, three touchdowns. Teddy Bridgewater, 18-24, 136, a couple of touchdowns and a pick, and uh, just not able to get the job done as the Carolina Panthers ended up falling to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 46 23 in the contest. Then you've got the, the Raiders. The Raiders and the Broncos. Speaking of running backs, Josh Jacobs scores his second one of the afternoon. Ball at the five-yard line. Jacobs is in. Engold is the lead blocker. Carr, handoff 
Jacob sprinting over to the left. He's got it walking in. Jackpot, baby. Vegas touchdown. <laughs> I love Brent Musburger on the radio Raiders radio network. Walking in. 21 carries, 112 yards, and one of the touchdowns right there. A 24-yarder uh, as well on the day. And uh, the Raiders get the win, 37 to 12 in that contest. The Raiders are 6 and 3, the Broncos 3 and 6 on the season. Meanwhile, the Dolphins and the Chargers, Tua, Yakeem Grant for the touchdown. Tua takes the snap, looking to his right, looking five touchdown. Yakeem oh. Grant bunch three receivers to one side. Yakeem hooks up in the end zone and Tua in that quick release saw it right away and put it right on the money. Dolphins get the win, 29-21. Tua goes 15-25, 169, a couple of touchdowns. Pretty good performance. Justin Herbert, 20-32, 187, a couple of touchdowns. Did throw a pick in the contest. So there you have it. And uh, it ends up with uh, the, uh, the the Dolphins going to 6-3 and three now in that AFC. The Chargers hanging in there, but they're 2-7. They're and seven. Herbert's having a hell of a season. Their defense, though, just not capable of withstanding. Meanwhile, the Saints and the 49ers, Alvin Kamara, not one, not two, three big scores. High formation, Kamara the tailback, Winston under center for the goal line set, handoff goes Kamara off left tackle. He stopped at first, and that lunges into the goal line. Alvin Kamara from a yard out, and the Saints convert the turnover to a touchdown. Third of the day for Alvin Kamara as fantasy owners rejoice and the Saints take a 26-10 lead with 7.29 to play in the fourth quarter. Rejoice one and all, albeit if you're a Saints fan, you lose Drew Brees for numerous weeks as he leaves with uh, not one or two, but three broken ribs on one side, a couple of broken ribs on the other, punctured lung. 27-13, the Saints get the win but lose their quarterback along the way. The Saints now 7-2 and two on the Saints radio network. The 49ers go to 4-6 and six on the season. Meanwhile, the, uh, the Bengals are the Bengals. They suck. The Steelers, Big Ben, best performance of the entire season. Here it is. Ben in the gun at the five. Blitz. Quick pop over the middle. Chase Claypool bucks his way into the end zone for his second touchdown of the game. Ben's fourth, a five-yarder. And this game, as far as the Bengals are concerned, has slipped away. It's gone. She gone on the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers radio network. 27 out of 46. Ben Roethlisberger, 333, four. Count of four touchdowns on the day. Joe Burrow is having a decent season. 21 of 40, 213, a touchdown. Did not get picked off. Sacked four times. Harassed nine times in this one. And uh, they, the Bengals stink on ice. Joe Burrow, he's a bright spot. T. Higgins, he's a bright spot. Uh, but beyond that, they're just they're a terrible franchise, and they always have been. Uh, then, in the meantime, you got the Rams and the Seahawks. Malcolm Brown scores from yard out, his second one of the day. First and goal from the one. It's Brown, who barrels into the end zone, running over Seahawks, and scores it on his feet. Malcolm Brown, a rushing touchdown, his second of the game, and it's a double-digit lead for L.A. Everybody in the West is now 6-3 and three except for the 49ers, who are 4-6, and six, but 23-16 on the Rams radio network. They get the win over the Seahawks. Seahawks fall to 6-3. and three. Rams get the win. They go to 6-3. and three. And uh, what a spectacular performance by the Rams as they continue to impress. Meanwhile, the other team in the NFC West, oh, my goodness, it was the Hale Murray. Take a listen. 
Murray back to throw, flushed out, rolling left in trouble, slips a tackle, got to launch it. He does. Left side, into the end zone, jump ball, and it is. Is it caught? Is it caught? Oh, my goodness, it's caught. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. He caught it for a touchdown with one second left. I can't believe it. You've got to be joking me. Hopkins reaches up with three defenders around him and pulls it in, and the Cardinals lead it 32-30 with a second left. Cardinals get the win, and they are also now tied atop the NFC West, 6-3. and three. That's the Cardinals radio network. i got to tell you, I miss Bob Wolfley. Wolfley would have been out of his mind. He would have fell out of the booth on that radio call. I miss him not being on the Cardinals calls anymore. Uh, but the touchdown, Kyle Murray, uh, Kyler Murray, 22 of 32, 245, a touchdown and a pick. Josh Allen, big day, 32 of 49, 284, a couple of touchdowns, but he also threw a couple of picks in that ball game as well as uh, you've got uh, the Buffalo Bills falling to 7-3 and three on the season. The Patriots and the Ravens in the rain. It wasn't Cam Newton throwing his TD pass. Jacoby Myers. Three receivers wide to the left. Burkhead, the single setback. A lateral to Jacoby Myers, the former NC State quarterback, looks to throw. Airing it out deep down the right side for Rex Burkhead. Dives and catches in the end zone. Touchdown, Patriots. What a call. What a call. What a call. Patriots, hang on. They get to win 23-17. The Ravens slide to 6-3. The Patriots get their fourth win of the season. They snap the four-game losing streak as well. And then the last one of the night was the craptastic performance of the offense uh, from the Chicago Bears. Nick Foles goes down with an injury. And it was Kirk Cousins hitting Adam Thielen for the go-ahead. Bears rush for Cousins to the end zone. Touchdown! with a touchdown he has two that is paul allen on the vikings radio network and uh nick Foles, 15 to 26 106 yards and threw a pick for a quarterback rating of 51.1 kirk cousins by the way is now one and nine in his career on uh, monday night football 25 of 36 292 a couple of touchdowns did have a pick in the ball game dalvin cook held under 100 yards 30 carries, 96 yards, 3.2 yards per carry average. That defense of the Bears is real, but their offense flat out sucks. And that is your frenzy. How we looking? Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers are the number one seed in the NFC, and they have a two-game lead in the division after the Bears lost to the Vikings last night in Chicago. Devontae Adams leads the league in receiving yards per game, but suffered an ankle injury against the Jaguars that could be serious Aaron Rodgers I won't get into what he was dealing with but the fact that he's out out and then I'm on the sidelines and I hear hey 17 said he wants to go back in 
Look, 17's built different. It always has been. The Packers held on to beat the Jaguars 24-20. Kenny Clark says he was proud how the defense rallied to hold off Jacksonville. The edge guards were collapsing the pocket. Inside guards were, were pushing the pocket, you know, trying to make it tough for the quarterback. You know, that, that last drive, I made a play on the screen. You know, Z made a play. RG and, uh, and Preston made a play. So it's a combined effort. Everybody's just trying to do their job and, you know, trying to get a stop. That was huge for us. You know, that was big for our, for our defense. But head coach Matt LaFleur says the team didn't play with enough intensity until the fourth quarter. I felt like that was the first time our team came alive. Uh, you could feel it on the sidelines, everybody rooting for one another. We need that from, from the opening kick. That's Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. I uh, was talking about this last week. I saw that General Motors releasing that uh, new electric Hummer. Uh, that, that thing looks pretty awesome. It's expensive, but it uh, looks pretty awesome. Uh, but why do people buy EVs? Why would you have an electric Hummer, so to speak? Well, you know, for my money, I can own what I've always owned, a regular truck and car. And I can get 85% of the emissions cutting benefits just by using E85. I mean, that's right. I get 85% as environmentally responsible by using E85 compared to spending six figures on the Hummer. 85% of the benefit, half the money. So if you're out there living in kind of my world when you're thinking about it, give E85 a shot if you have a flex fuel vehicle or if you have, uh, you know, a car like I have. You can take unleaded 88 as well. But uh, if you want to see if your car qualifies or your truck qualifies, uh, all you need to do is go to abetterfuel.org. That's abetterfuel.org. It's an easy decision when you think about it. When you think about the local farmers, the truck drivers, the refinery workers, the producers, the dispensaries, all local, keeping the money local, supporting local, it's a no-brainer. Go to abetterfuel.org for more information. Again, that's abetterfuel.org for all the information regarding uh, your vehicle and uh, the benefits environmentally and to dispel a lot of the myths as well because I know there's a lot of myths out there regarding uh, ethanol also. Um, one question, and we, we were talking about the Badgers a little bit earlier when we had Dave Revson of the Big Ten Network on about the Badgers and their beatdown of Michigan. And, uh, you know, as Dave said, well, Michigan's just, you know, they're bad. And I got to thinking, I, you know, when did Michigan just get bad? Michigan's always been this powerhouse. I mean, we always look forward to the end of the season and the end of the year. Paul Bunyan's axe, the Battle of Ohio State-Michigan, the Iron Bowl, some of these big, big games at the end of the season that were rivalry games. Michigan has not done a damn thing in a long, long time, and, and Harbaugh was supposedly brought back to restore the luster to Big Blue. And instead, it's just gone in the opposite direction. So the question then becomes, um, it's – has Michigan gotten that bad, or did Wisconsin just get that good? I'm going to go with Wisconsin. Michigan is not a good football team. I'll admit that. But I'm not going to degrade in any way, shape, or form the victory that Wisconsin had. And here's the reason why. They're coming back from COVID. They got their season started. They lost their quarterback. And then they get off to a successful start, but they have to shut it back down again. And then when they shut it back down again, not only for a week, but they shut it down for a couple of weeks, and you had to figure out how to put it back all, all together again to go on the road into Ann Arbor, a place that is very difficult to play, even though it doesn't have fans, 
and then you got to go beat Michigan. And they did it in convincing fashion. And they did it with some of the some of the future looks of some of the younger guys. So I this was a good win for Wisconsin. What is really going to be dictated as far as how good of win this is is to buy is by what they do this weekend against Northwestern. Northwestern's a good football team. Ramsey's a good quarterback. They're going to have to pay attention to him. He's got a good arm. Has since I watched that kid play in high school. Um, and and they've got it going. And that's always a funky place to play down there. I think Dave Refson said it earlier. Uh, twenty six times they have met Northwestern, or twenty eight times they've met Northwestern, and the, the the Badgers have been favored in every game. And they've won. Uh, the Northwestern's won twelve of them. Just outright. 12 of them outright. This is not an easy place to play. So they got to go there and get a win. Uh, so were the Badgers good or was Michigan that bad? The Badgers are that good. But Michigan, in addition, is a pretty bad football team. But I'm not taking anything away from the Wisconsin Badgers. Nothing at all. Uh, coming up next, Ross Tucker, our Radio.com Sports NFL insider, going to be uh, making the trip to the program. He's going to join us. We're going to talk with him uh, about this Packers team and about what we've witnessed over the last uh, couple of weeks. Packers now sitting atop the NFC. I'll ask him where he would put the Packers in ranks of the NFC and how wide open the NFC is. Also, we'll discuss the contracts being given out by the Green Bay Packers, what he thinks of what Green Bay is doing, the direction they are going. That is coming up. Hey, our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin reminding you that the weather is going to turn colder. And I know we're going to get some warmer weather over the next couple of days. But uh, once you make the turn, you know it's going to hit You know, late December, January, February, hell, even into March. It stinks. It's cold. Hopefully, hopefully we don't get a polar vortex, but it is what it is. Four things you want to do with your home. Make it more beautiful. Make it more economical. Make it more valuable. And make it safer. Safer might be the most important for many people. So if you're looking at windows and doors right now, what you're thinking about doing is going to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. And check out these windows and doors. You can set up your free consulta- free consultation. But if you buy at your consultation and you say, you know what, these are for me. I found the hardware I wanted, the color I wanted, the look I wanted, everything, and the windows I wanted and the doors I wanted. If you buy right now, they'll give you an additional 5% off right now. That's on top of no money down, no payments, and no interest for two years. So check out our friends at PellaWI.com. PellaWI.com or stop into the Experience Centers. There's one in Brookfield. Green Bay, and now they have one in Madison, and discover how easy it can be to say yes. Pella now and pay later to our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. Ross Tucker, Radio.com Sports NFL Insiders coming up. We're going to hear from Matt LaFleur. Going to talk about that big Bucks deal last night with Eric Name. Got so much more coming up in the Bill Michael Show right after this. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.